the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hypocrisy on Parade. Yeah, you can make a case that we have a greater pandemic of hypocrisy in America than we do from a virus. Uh, It's everywhere. And uh, if they ever come up with the Hypocrisy Hall of Fame, John Kerry will be a charter member for all kinds of reasons, but mostly because of his deep concern for the planet we have to live on with him. Uh, The last time anybody checked, uh, John, who married Teresa Hines, who has lots of money, uh, last time we checked, uh, they were the owner of five houses worth a total of $29 million. All of them probably have pretty good-sized energy bills. Now, actually, he doesn't own a lot of the stuff because he did sign a prenuptial agreement with Teresa, Teresa, and she's the one with the money. Um, And uh, a lot of the people who come to the defense of John uh, and his hypocrisy like to say that he doesn't really own that stuff. Teresa does. Talk about about insulting your intelligence. But anyway, there's no doubt about him taking advantage of it all, including the yacht and the private jet. Of course, John was appointed to the uh, newly found position of savior of the planet by the big guy a couple of weeks ago, or a couple of months ago, I guess now. Um, and that has caused a lot of people to take a closer look at his uh, in his own habits as far as uh, using up the planet's energy and polluting the planet. Uh, flight logs for the family jet show that uh, they spent over 20 hours in the air over the past year, and that caused an estimated 116 metric tons of carbon emission that you had to breathe in. You had to breathe in. That carbon emission that that jet flying high above you, maybe heading from somewhere up there in New England down to Florida or someplace that you had to breathe in that those uh, carbon emissions. A private jet, it says here, spews out 40 times more passenger, uh, more per passenger than a commercial flight, 40 times more emissions per passenger than a commercial flight. And the average private car creates 4.1 metric tons per year. Now, remember, they're just their 20 hours in the air uh, caused an estimated 116 metric tons of carbon emissions compared to 4.1 uh, metric tons that your car spewed out over the last year. Now, back in 2019, Kerry flew his jet to Iceland to accept an award for his devotion to reducing emissions and saving the planet. And a local reporter was rude enough to ask this question. On that issue, pollution, I understand that you came here with a private jet. Uh, Is that an environmental way to travel? If you offset your carbon, it's the only choice for somebody like me who is traveling the world to win this battle. Uh, I negotiated the Paris Accords uh, for the United States. I've been involved in this fight for years. I negotiated with President Xi to bring President Xi to the table so we could get Paris. And uh, I believe the time it takes me to get somewhere. I can't sail across the ocean. I have to fly to meet with people and get things done. But what I'm doing almost full time is working to win the battle of climate change. And in the end, uh, if I offset and contribute my life to do this, uh, I'm not going to be put on the defensive. No, but, uh, you know, if I'm the reporter, I might say, well, yeah, okay, well, that's your trip to Iceland. But uh, the other time, is that the only time you use your jet? Have you ever just, you know, taken a little ride to Florida or gone on vacation somewhere? Or just a little joy trip, you know, with the wife. Have you done that in the jet? Because um, I got a feeling that not every mile on that jet is spent in the uh, in the quest to save the planet. Anyway, John and Teresa also made lots of money, over a million dollars a year, by the way renting out the jet to other people whose work is much more important than yours. Um, so every one of those people who rented it, I'm sure they were doing something to save the planet, and they, 
the metric tons of emission that they put out, you know, it's all justified. Anyway, that's just one example of hypocrisy. We could fill an hour every day with stuff like this. But uh, when we come back, we're going to take a look at deaths caused by COVID, but not necessarily by the virus itself. We set a record, meaning we, uh, the, meaning the uh, USA, set a record for the numbers of murders in one year. And government stupidity in dealing with the virus has had a lot to do with it. Stick around. Some home repairs just can't wait for spring, especially a leaky roof or drafty old windows. Well, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, windows, gutters, and downspouts, siding, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew, so don't put it off. Right now, Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Get new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office. Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial, aluminum, wood, and composite. And to show their appreciation to stag fans everywhere, you'll also get 10% off your total project when you mention this show. Get 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and 10% off. Backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsruspittsburgh.com. That's windowsruspittsburgh.com. Wow. I think we can all agree that a lot went wrong in 2020. But you can start 2021 off right with a resolution to help protect your identity and personal info using LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. The sad truth is, one in five people have been a victim of identity theft. But LifeLock alerts you to potential threats to your identity. And they see more than you can when you just monitor your credit. Like your info for sale on the dark web. And if there's a problem, LifeLock's U.S.-based restoration specialists know the steps to take to help resolve your case. Of course, no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses... But LifeLock is the New Year's resolution that helps you protect what you've worked so hard for. Get 25% off your first year with promo code SMART at LifeLock.com. That's promo code SMART for up to 25% off at LifeLock.com. I have two dogs, Sam and Bailey. Both are golden retrievers. Poor Sam, he was a mess. Always itching. His paws were soaking wet all day from just constant licking. He had bald spots on his back. I just don't like putting shots and steroids into your dog all the time. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Dynavite is nutrition. Probably two weeks after he started Dynavite, I started seeing great improvements. And today, 99% of his issues are non-existent. It's amazing stuff. Since Bailey has been 12 weeks old, he's been a Dynavite dog. And he has zero issues today. He won't eat his food without Dynavite. When I get out the Dynavite, my dogs actually salivate. Like I'm getting them a treat. They drool over it. Dynavite is the best thing you can do for your dog. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. I get my Dynavite from D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. As life gets back to normal and we start heading back to work, don't leave your leftover stash of toilet paper exposed to rodents. Send them packing the most humane way with plug-in pest-free. G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-in Pest-free, the electromagnetic device that utilises the active wiring in your home or business to keep rodents and pests away. 100% chemical-free and environmentally friendly. Just plug it in. It's that simple. My strongest performer, the Pro Unit, is good for most homes and small businesses up to 4,000 square feet. Now that's fair income. Is your home or business protected? If not, order yours today at gopestfree.com. Use promo code SAVE20 for 20% off. That's gopestfree.com, promo code SAVE20. gopestfree.com, promo code SAVE20. Don't spray and regret. Plug in and forget. You're listening to The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The Answer. 
We get an update every day on how many people have died from COVID-19, and there are lots of questions about how legitimate those numbers are, by the way. They actually died of uh, COVID-19 as opposed to with it. But anyway, we also know that businesses are going down the toilet. Uh, Kids are learning nothing in what passes for school these days. And we know that suicides are up. Uh, what else? Uh, deaths by drug overdose are up. Uh, incidents of domestic violence also up. But you know what else is up? Really up. Murders, big time. And Mary Chastain of LegalInsurrection.com has those numbers, and she joins us now. Mary, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. So, Mary, uh, first of all, tell us about uh, what is LegalInsurrection.com all about? Um, we're a right-leaning uh, conservative blog. Uh, we mainly talk about legal issues, uh, but we also cover stories that the left mainstream media won't talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's uh, and that's not hard. To, <laughs> those aren't hard to find, are they? Um, no, it's not. <laughs> Uh, so, so we have something called the National Commission of COVID nineteen and Criminal Justice, which you refer to in your piece. Uh, that should tell us a lot about how COVID nineteen is about so much more than people dying of COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every people don't realize that we're not robots. Um, that locking us down is going to have a big effect on not just our, um, not just physically, but mentally and, uh, you know, on the families and just how you're going to, you know, live your life, especially for people at risk. You know, um, it's great that they have Zoom um, appointments, but nothing can take the place of actual in-person um, appointments or interact just interactions in general. Yeah, so um, what did the numbers say about, um, about murders? It says that the rates were 30% higher than in 2019, and it's a historic increase representing 1,268 more deaths in 34 cities that the um, council looked at. I mean, they said there was, it's so high that there is no modern precedent for them. Yeah, so they can't even compare them to anything else. That's a gigantic increase. So there's never been such a big jump in numbers from year to year that, uh, that's on record. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, now, through March through May, when most of the, you know, the really severe lockdowns happened, there weren't that many. But once the summer months hit, they went up, especially after um, George Floyd's death. And you could, even after that, um, that's when a lot of places were um, eliminating the police departments, were yeah, eliminating, um, yeah, Push, push, pulling back on that. Police were afraid to do that, so you know there were riots everywhere. But it it also leads to frustration from being locked down, and you know not being having your job, and it just all the mental um, effects that this COVID um, lockdown has had on people, and that's why they think that um, that had the m- biggest effect on these numbers. Well, is there agreement? It's- uh, among people uh, uh, about the cause of the numbers going up, or are there, are there people, I mean, what would be the other side of this argument that somebody would try to uh, push on this? I honestly don't know. Um, I'm pretty sure some anti-gun people would say that, because they didn't say, like, how they, one of the things is that they didn't say how they were murdered, you know, mm-hmm. how they commit, you know, they committed the homicides. But I'm pretty sure, yeah. like, anti-gun people would say, well, you know, Right before the lockdown, a lot of people bought guns and um, bought out all the ammo. Um, They could blame, I could see them saying that. But other than that, I mean, I honestly don't know how they could, they'd find a way, but realistically, there's no way to spin it other than that. And the study even said that it's ignoring those people at risk that, you know, need to be in-person therapy, that need the outreach, that need to be able to talk to people. And we're cutting them off, completely cutting them off, and it's just not good. Yeah, meeting with a therapist on Zoom is not quite the same, as you point out, as uh, sitting across the the, uh, room from him, him or her. It's true, and I mean, I 
I see one and we do Zoom and it's not the same. And even like regular doctor checkups, it's just not the same. It's convenient, yeah, uh, but it's so much better to do it in person. Yeah, and um, what's, what cities did they study? Um, they studied uh, like Chula Vista, California. They also studied Chicago and New York and, um, and Los Angeles. So they covered the big ones, but then they also did uh, small ones. Now, now, I think it was only 29 of the 34. No, it was the 34 of the 34. Um, there's also Norfolk, um, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some in Florida. But, of course, but the, it was mainly like the bigger cities. Yeah, but the, but the bigger increases came in the smaller cities. So any, yeah. was there any explanation for that? I mean, you still had more total murders in places like New York, Chicago, L.A., of course. But the, the jump came in the smaller towns. So any idea why that happened? Um, he said that, um, not real, I couldn't really, I couldn't find any, um, substantial, uh, talk about that, which I found kind of weird. Um, but I would think that, um, it's harder to, um, find other jobs in those smaller cities, probably. Um, it's harder to break out of the lockdowns and um, finding your way back into it. Unlike, you know, New York or L.A. or Chicago. Um, But, yeah, I thought that was really interesting, too. Um, And when did they peak? Uh, They peaked in, like, right after the George Floyd, you said? And so summertime, isn't isn't that normal, though? I mean, aren't there more murders in the summer because people are out? Yes, that is normal. That's very, very normal. Um, especially in my hometown of Chicago. <laughs> but, yes, that's Whoa. normal. So, I mean, I figured that they had to um, they had to add in the um, George Floyd thing. But, yeah, that's normal. It, it did not surprise me that it went up in the summer and then declined as um, uh, fall came. Yeah, we're, we're, um, we're talking to uh, Mary Chastain of LegalInsurrection.com. Now, you uh, mentioned you, you were, work in the media and you live in Chicago. I'm just curious. No. I, mean, we I live see in Oklahoma story. City, but I'm from Chicago. Oh, you're from Chicago. Okay. But even, it, it just, it's still, uh, still a question I need to ask you. Um, mm-hmm. do, do you get the feeling that the media um, are apologizing for this or, or trying to explain it away? Because the media everywhere, I don't know about Oklahoma City, but here in Pittsburgh and I'm sure in Chicago, um, they they are fueling the hysteria over COVID nineteen and and um, creating the uh, the the ability of, for the government to make people hide in their homes and all that stuff. How much do the media uh, do you think do, do they agree in general with the fact that COVID it's not the the virus that's doing it, but it's the government response to the virus that's doing this. Do you think there's much agreement in the media about that? Uh, probably not. <laughs> you know, yeah. they think that they want to You know, they want to prop up the government as the savior. You know, they're doing everything they can to save you. When in reality, like I said earlier, they're treating us like you know robots and thinking that oh, if we just lock them up, um, you know, everything will be okay. And they don't realize that a virus doesn't care. <laughs> you right. know, it's not going to go away. A, vi- um, a virus is going to virus, I guess. Um, the best thing you can do is just do what you always do when you know, constantly wash your hands and not be around people that are sick and staying home when you're sick. But, um, and another thing is everything is, I think you had said before that, you know, they're not going to count these as COVID deaths, but, you know, they count everything as a COVID death and, you know, to spike up the numbers, you know, make it seem like it's a lot worse than, I mean, it is bad, don't get me wrong, but they want to add anything that they can to bump up the numbers and to keep people scared and to keep people relying on the government and the media is more than happy to do that. Sure. You know, they're more Uh, than happy to back um, up the government. 
was there any way did they did they talk at all about which which was a bigger factor um, in the in the murders, the George Floyd death and everything that happened after that, or the lockdowns, or was it just kind of a perfect storm of both combining to create a really bad summer and fall? Um, they con- they did concentrate more on COVID. They um, they mentioned George Floyd, but um, it was more to do with um, COVID and ignoring people who need help and um, the effects of locking everybody down and everybody losing their jobs and, um, you know, not being able to provide for their families or anything like that. They, but um, so it was mostly COVID than yeah, George and Floyd or anything they else. Stu- they studied other things besides murder, right? I mean, they, it was um, armed robbery and all, the, all, all, the, all the favorite crimes, right? Right. Yes. Um, uh, robbery surprisingly kind of went down. Um, domestic violence I thought was um, interesting because they said that um, it went down, but people have to remember with domestic violence, um, unfortunately people aren't going to speak up and uh, they're not going to, you know, report it as much. And so, and that only, they only took that from 12 um, cities as well. So it was kind of, um, it wasn't as big of a sample, but that kind of shocked everybody. But at the same time, they're like, you know, women are scared. They're not going to, you know, report it. And so there was probably a lot more than um, came out in the study. Well, um, who's killing whom, though? It's, it's, it's still mostly black on black, isn't it? Regardless that of they didn't city? get into. Yeah, yeah I, I'm pretty sure it is, but they didn't um, get into it. That's the one thing I ha- problem I had with this is that they didn't um, break it down into um, uh, how these people committed the homicides. Uh, was there any conflict? Mm-hmm. Was there... Um, you know, was it accidental homicide? You know, somebody just, you know, caught in the crossfire. Um, they didn't do it by um, race or by sex or by age. It was just, these are the numbers. And that kind of, you know, um, doesn't really give you the full picture. And that that bothered me a little bit with it. Because well, that, would be, um, that, that is interesting. Right. We're, we're talking to uh, Mary Chastain of LegalInsurrection.com. You also have a piece up uh, today, Mary, uh, I guess it's today, uh, or maybe yesterday, about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. <laughs> that uh, uh, One of the most, I, got only, I only have about two minutes left, uh, one of the most nauseating things on the Internet in a long time uh, is her uh, explanation on, uh, I guess it's on Instagram, it's just unbelievable mm-hmm, yeah. the, the drama, and it's just it's it's nauseating. And then she's, it is nauseating. Go it's ahead. Horrible. Uh, you know, and she poked holes in her own story in her in, in the Instagram story. You know, she was you know, talking about near death and making you know people think that you know she was in the Capitol building, and she said you know she was um actually in her office, and she had to hide in the bathroom, and this police officer came in and. You know, he looked angry and he was hostile, but he was just in there to evacuate her, you know, her and her staff to get them out of the building safely. And so she was in the Cannon Building, which is connected to the Capitol Building through a tunnel, but nobody breached the tunnel. I mean, technically, she wasn't even in any danger. I mean, I can understand why she would be scared, but she was acting like, you know, they were right there up in her face, but she wasn't anywhere near them. You know, I hate to... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, oh, I, I hate yeah, to you... be, be sexist about it, but can you imagine a man being that hysterical over this? I mean, it's, no, it's I just, can't. it's nauseating. And it is, and she's always like this. It's, it, and she oh, yeah. always somehow has to make it about her. And, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, she denigrated this cop who was trying to help her. And, I mean, people were, you know, rioting and breaching into the Capitol. I mean, his adrenaline was probably, you know, an overdrive. I wonder if, you know, did she consider that maybe he saw um, these writers, um, you know, um, like attack his friends and his coworkers? Did he see them yeah. assaulting them? You know, was he attacked? I, you know, he was just trying to get everybody to safety. But everything well, is about her. So, I'm out of time. Uh, uh, 
uh, Mary, but uh, one quick thing. I did notice that she had to point out that the the Capitol police officer was white. She said, "I saw a white man come in." That she had to make she had to make sure that she mentioned that, which I I didn't understand right. why that needed to be pointed out, but it did. But that that's that's what you're yeah. dealing with, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> hey, exactly. <laughs> Mary, Mary, thanks for being on, and it's uh, legalinsurrection.com. dot com. You can check it out. Really appreciate you coming on. Love to have you on again. Thank you. Thanks. Of course, hey. anytime. Okay, we'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The Biden administration is preparing to notify Congress and others that it will dramatically increase U.S. admissions of refugees. Officials and people familiar with the matter say President Biden planning to announce this week he will increase the cap on the number of refugees allowed into the U.S. to more than eight times the level at which the Trump administration left it. A 25-year-old Oklahoma man charged in the fatal shootings of his brother and five young children Jaron Dijon Pridgen of Muskogee, charged with six counts of first-degree murder and other felony counts. The Institute for Supply Management reporting that activity in the services sector climbed to a reading of 58.7% in January. That's up a full percentage point from the December reading. Stocks closing mix, the Dow gained 36 points, the Nasdaq lost two, the S&P 500 up three. This is SRN News. Excuse me, why don't you have life insurance yet? I've got diabetes, and I know the price will be through the roof for the pre-existing condition. Well, actually, SelectQuote makes it easy to get very affordable life insurance, even if you have a health issue. I'm listening. You'll get quotes from some of the country's most trusted carriers. Even with your diabetes, you can get around $250,000 in insurance for as little as a dollar a day. That would be amazing. <laughs> What's it called again? SelectQuote. Just call or go to selectquote.com to get your free quote. Get the coverage you need at a price you can afford. Call 1-800-694-1010 or go to selectquote.com today. That's 1-800-694-1010 or selectquote.com. Selectquote. We shop. You save. Get full details on example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Monthly premiums vary based on health company and other factors. Not available in all states. AM 1250, The Answer. Larry Elder. For Tom Brady, he was asked, you support President Trump. Do you think you would have gotten more criticism if you had been a black athlete as opposed to a white athlete? And for Tom said, eh, you know, I was, I, I was trying to win a game. I was just trying to my you know, community, uh, for my team and so forth. I don't, so, I don't know. I'm not sure what else. <laughs> what do you think he's going to say? Umgawa, black power. <laughs> On the next Larry Elder Show. The Larry Elder Show. Weeknights at 7 on AM 1250. The answer. By now, you've heard me talk about my pillow and how it's literally changed my life. They won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want. They maintain their shape. Made in the USA. For a limited time, Mike is offering his premium my pillows for his lowest price ever. You can get a standard queen premium my pillow for twenty nine ninety eight. Originally sixty nine ninety eight. That's a forty dollar savings. Kings are only five dollars more. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, $29.98 for a standard queen premium, but Mike is extending his 60-day money-back guarantee to March 1st, 2021. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use promo code STAG. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800-716-8087 and use promo code STAG. Fever is the leading symptom of the coronavirus, so take your temperature twice a day with the Exergen Temporal Scanner. It's quick and easy to use, and its accuracy is backed by more than 80 clinical studies. Have your family start and end their day with the only home thermometer used and recommended by hospitals, doctors, and nurses. Your family can take their temperatures in seconds to know where they stand in the fight against COVID-19. Protect your family from the spread of this deadly disease and stay safe with Exergen. AM 1250 and FM 92.5, The Answer. Pittsburgh, A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on The Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. 
Seeing pretty typical rush hour congestion on the Parkway East. Inbound side a little busy as you approach the Fort Pitt Bridge and taking a couple extra minutes outbound into the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Delays also Parkway West just a little slow right around Green Tree. On outbound 51 also slowing as you approach Library Road. And in Bellevue, Orchard Avenue shut down with a water main break between Union Avenue and Virginia Avenue. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, the answer, weather. Mainly clear skies for tonight with a low of 13. Some sunshine tomorrow, then turning cloudy. Tomorrow's high, 37. Tomorrow night, periods of snow and rain with little or no accumulation. Breezy late, the low 33. Friday, a little morning snow with little or no accumulation. Otherwise cloudy and breezy, the high 38, but temperatures falling into the upper 20s. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. I used to uh, really like USA Today, the newspaper, when it was a newspaper. And I actually had it delivered to my house for years. I had the Post-Gazette and USA Today delivered every day. And I think I even, I don't know if the, the Pittsburgh Press was still around when USA Today showed up. I think it was. I'm sure I had all three delivered at, at, at one time, but USA Today, I loved the idea that I got a national newspaper, and it was really well done. Some people call it the Mick newspaper you know, as a, a take on uh, McDonald's because it was like fast food. It, uh, not a lot of in-depth stuff, but a lot of, lot of information broken down really well, a sports section, a life section. It was really well done for a long time. Uh, and uh, now it's, uh, it, I, I'm, I'm, I can't even believe it e- even exists, but I guess it still does. I don't know if you can still hold a copy of the USA Today in your hands, but USA Today is out there online at, uh, I guess it's usatoday.com. <clears throat> but, uh, this, th- this thing that I saw, I guess it's today. Uh, it was actually yesterday, <clears throat> last night. Um, this is why uh, Nancy Armour, she's a columnist. I don't know if she's a sports columnist, but she's a columnist, and she's writing about sports. She's writing about Tom Brady. Uh, now, Tom, Bra- the headline is opinion. Tom Brady has gotten an undeserved past, a pass, I'm sorry, for his past support of Donald Trump. Now, um, guess where she's going with this? I, I'm going to let you guess before I actually I'll let you in on the secret, but uh, she writes, Tom Brady was happy to talk politics until he wasn't. The Make America Great Again hat in his locker, uh, the flippant endorsement of then-presidential candidate Donald Trump, only when those ties became inconvenient did Brady decide he wanted to stick to sports. Now, she writes, this is just the first, I mean, I, it's everywhere through this piece. The, the stupidity is beyond belief and the bias. It's inconvenient to whom? She says it became inconvenient that uh, that he uh, supported Donald Trump, as if that automatically made him a bad person. Uh, and then it says uh, that he 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 said he wanted to stick to sports because it was convenient, and that he preferred to be a beacon of positivity rather than delve into society's thorny ills. And then she writes, "How whitey? I'm sorry. How mighty white of him." Now you see where this is going. It's white privilege. Uh, and, and she says, as this country grapples with the far reaches of systemic racism, according to whom not everybody believes that the, the country is suffering greatly because of systemic racism. The media, most of the media will have you believe that. But uh, she writes, whiteness is the benefit of the doubt. Now, this is she's quoting here David Leonard author of Playing While White, Privilege and Power on and off the field. People are making money on this stupidity. Whiteness is the benefit of the doubt, said David Leonard, author of Playing While White, Privilege uh, Playing While White, Privilege and Power on and off the field. When Tom Brady says, quote, I was just given the hat, or, quote, he's just a friend of mine, or when he skips the White House and says, I had a different engagement, he gets the benefit of the doubt. He gets to be an individual. He reaps the benefits that we as white Americans reap each and every day in different contexts. Uh, and then he says, she, uh, she writes, um, I hope so. That would be great, uh, Brady said, when asked if his old golfing buddy had what it took to be president. 
Now, LeBron James, this is what Shannon Sharp said on first take on Fox. LeBron James can never say, a prominent black athlete can never say, Minister Farrakhan is just my friend. They'd try to cancel anybody with the just mere mention of Mr. Farrakhan's name. He said this on Undisputed. That's what the name of the show is. Uh, he, he's on FS1, and he's referring, of course, to Louis Farrakhan, who's an anti-Semitic and homophobic leader of the Nation of Islam. So that's what uh, Shannon Sharp said. And then uh, uh, this woman, uh, Nancy Armour, writes, but it was Brady himself who chose to make those private views public. If you think that that MAGA hat just happened to wind up in his locker at camera level, not buried at the bottom beneath a pile of cleats and clothes, I have a case of TB12 supplements to sell you. Uh, now, he might not have thought it would matter since Trump's candidacy, candidacy at that point was still seen as something of a stunt. But Brady has had the chance, several in fact, to clarify or walk back his comments and has chosen not to. Why walk back his comments? Because uh, Nancy Armour doesn't like him? At the Super Bowl in 2017, three days after Trump's Muslim ban, it wasn't a Muslim ban. This is the kind of stuff that's all through this piece. They're trashing Tom Brady, and they're using um, these all these items that have been proven not to be true as a way of trashing him because he doesn't agree with them. It's It's sick. Uh, he says, uh, at the Super Bowl in 2017, that three days after Trump's Muslim ban took effect, on ha Howard Stern's show last spring was when Trump was already beginning to sow lies about the election. And yet again this week, less than a month after a deadly insurrection at the U.S. Capitol that was incited by Trump, she's decided that he's uh, Donald Trump incited the riot. Um, that, that's And that, that goes with the piece because... Tom Brady's supposed to um, disavow his support of Donald Trump because Tom Brady's supposed to agree with her that he personally incited the riot at the uh, at the uh, Capitol, which he didn't. There's no end in sight to Colin Kaepernick's blackballing, even though his protests to bring attention to police brutality of black and brown people have proven to be an alarm we should not have ignored. Actually, it was a false narrative that... Um, that Colin Kaepernick was selling, that Michael Brown was murdered by a cop when, it, uh, when, the, when the Justice Department, led by Barack Obama and his black attorney general, uh, Holder, uh, decided that uh, it was not murder, it was justified, and that Michael Brown had tried to grab uh, the, the cop's gun. So, again, here she is writing this piece. She has, she has it in here that... Um, that Michael Brown and, and, and black and brown people have been systematically murdered by the, uh, by the police. And by the way, she doesn't mention that um, Kaepernick also was seen wearing socks with cops dressed as pigs on them. Uh, so, and then she says, WNBA players had one of their own owners turn on them because they had the audacity to say Black Lives Matter and amplify the stories of black and brown women killed by police. The whole point is that they amplified it. It was amplified to a ridiculous degree to, to stretch it far beyond the truth. It didn't happen. It just didn't happen. The numbers are out there. It just didn't happen. And the whole movement is based on a false narrative pushed by people like Colin Kaepernick. But it's Tom Brady who's the bad guy because of his white privilege. And when he was asked about it, he said, I'm not sure how to respond to a hypothetical question like that. I hope every I hope uh, everyone can. We're in this position like I am to try to be the best I can be every day as an athlete, as a player, as a person in my community, for my team, and so forth. He didn't want to answer the question about uh, why he uh, didn't disavow Trump. Like other athletes, uh, Nancy Armour writes, Brady is uh, seen as an individual in a way minority athletes never are because Megan Rapinoe is openly gay she is always going to be asked to weigh in on issues issues affecting the LGBT community. Uh, now, of course, she is gay, and she makes a point to make sure that everybody knows that she's gay. She kneels during the national anthem. She wants to. She wants people to. When you when you kneel during the national anthem at a at an international event on international television you are asking somebody to ask you why you decided to kneel. That's why you do it. 
So now it's a bad thing that she's asked about it. If you don't want to be asked about kneeling and what you how you feel about the country, don't display your dislike or your your anger with the country by kneeling. It's so it's just beyond moronic. Black and brown athletes are expected to have and share their opinions and experiences about racial injustice and discrimination. They are by whom? Expected by whom? I don't know. I don't know anybody expects that. Patrick Mahomes was asked at last year's Super Bowl about being biracial. This year, he's been asked about speaking out in the wake of George Floyd, uh, the black man whose death at the knee of a white police officer sparked protests across the country. Actually, what they're doing when they ask Patrick Mahomes about that, who has made a point to do uh, public service announcements and be a part of the NFL's campaign to talk about this subject, what they're doing when they when the media ask Patrick Holmes about this, it's not putting him on the spot. They're giving him the opportunity to show, to, to express his feelings about it, and by the way, to show his wokeness. They're giving him the opportunity. He welcomes it. That that and and the media are not pressing him on it. They're doing it. They're doing him a favor. The way they look at it, they're doing him a favor because they're giving him a chance to. Talk about how terrible everything is. Yet no one asked Brady about the insurrection at the U.S. Capitol, even though almost all of those who attempted the violent overthrow of our government were white, just as he is, and were incited by the man Brady has described as his friend. Again, she she's saying that Brady is uh, something wrong with Brady because he does she doesn't he doesn't agree with her that the president incited the riot and and he's not trashing the president for having done it. I guess all white people are guilty. Tom Brady is speaking up as Tom Brady. He's not asked to speak for white America. That's what this Leonard guy said. He's also a professor of comparative ethnic studies and American studies and culture at Washington State, another uh, institution of higher learning to avoid like the plague. The follow-up question of I'm just here to play football is, well, who's afforded that luxury? Who's allowed to see sports as the apolitical uh, space of distraction? of pleasure, of fun. Seeing sports and living sports as an uncontested space is the privilege of whiteness. It's the privilege of being a man. It's the privilege of being a heterosexual athlete. So Tom Brady is guilty on three counts. He's white, he's a man, and he's not gay. That's his, and he should be, he has a lot of nerve not defending all three of those things when he's asked about it. It's sick. And he says that is a luxury that black athletes and other marginalized and disempowered athletes have never been afforded inside and outside of sports. That's just completely untrue. Plenty of black athletes and and athletes of every ethnicity and every color who are, who are speaking about their, their, uh, exploits on the field, the court, the ice, whatever it is. And they're not asked about this stuff. They're just treated as athletes. It's the media who are, uh, fueling this stuff. Now, so if that's not enough about the uh, the whiteness issue, which I'm really tired of, I hope I, I think everybody is. There's a high school. This is just this is this is what's out there. This is a high school teacher in California. She claimed in an op-ed at the San Francisco Chronicle. Now you remember the the picture of uh, the the meme that was out there of Bernie Sanders in his mittens at the inaugural, sitting there with his legs crossed and the big uh, wool mittens and his big heavy coat. Well, this uh, this teacher says that Bernie Sanders' mittens, his mittens, Bernie Sanders' mittens in that picture flaunted his white privilege. This person, she has a hyphen in her name, Ingrid Sire Ochi. Uh, Senator Sanders is no white supremacist insurrectionist. You've got to get that insurrectionist in there because that's the new thing for the Democrats. All Republicans and pretty soon all white people will be uh, insurrectionist. But Senator Sanders, Sen- Senator Sanders is no white supremacist insurrectionist, but he manifests privilege, white privilege, male privilege, and class privilege in ways that my students could see and feel. So you're, she's, she wants me to believe that her students looked at Bernie Sanders, a goofy old man, in a completely harmless picture, considered cute by many people, actually, because it's this old guy, and he's sitting there at the inauguration, and he's cold, and he's got some mittens that somebody made for him, and he's wearing them, and it turned into a meme. She's going to 
she wants me to believe that her students saw that, and they were just so traumatized by it. So she says, we analyze the images of that. This is what they're wasting, wasting their time doing in college. We're wasting our, uh, we analyze the images of that historic day, images of white men storming through the Capitol, fearless and with no forces to stop them, Sire Ochi wrote. This is white supremacy. This is white privilege. It can be hard to pinpoint, but when we see it, we know it. You think maybe uh, that uh, you're, there's, a, there's an outside chance that Ingrid is kind of looking for it and maybe has her radar up a little bit and, uh, and the antenna up and it's uh, maybe not really there. Sochi Sire Ochi. Her name is uh, Ingrid Sire, S-E-Y-E-R hyphen Ochi, O-C-H-I. Then argued that Sanders' puffy jacket and huge mittens sing- signaled his own white privilege. Are you? Are you? This this is going on in a college camp. There's no hope for humanity. It just isn't. If this, if, how do you put a stop to this? She says we talked about gender and the possible meanings of the attire chosen by Vice President Kamala Harris, Doctor. Make sure you get the doctor in there. Jill Biden, the Biden grandchildren, Michelle Obama, Amanda 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 Gorman, and others. We referenced the female warriors inspiring these women, the colors of their educational degrees, and their monochromatic ensembles of pure power. And there, across all our news and social media feeds, was Bernie. Bernie memes, Bernie sweatshirts, endless love for Bernie, Sire Ochi continued in the op-ed. I puzzled and fumed as an individual as I strove to be my best possible teacher. Now, this is what we have out there, people. You have, this is a person who has been entrusted with the brains and lives of of young American, not children, but young adults in college, okay? And this person has just written for everybody to see in a major newspaper that I puzzled and fumed as an individual because she saw Bernie wearing mittens. This is what we have in America today. It's enough to make you want to, guess what, puke. I'll be right back. Some home repairs just can't wait for spring, especially a leaky roof or drafty old windows. Well, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, windows, gutters, and downspouts, siding, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew, so don't put it off. Right now, Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Get new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office. Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial, aluminum, wood, and composite. And to show their appreciation to stag fans everywhere, you'll also get 10% off your total project when you mention this show. Get 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and 10% off. Backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsruspittsburgh.com. That's windowsruspittsburgh.com. Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And And we're we're the the owners owners of South Coast Coast Tax. We would like to thank our Lord for protecting us from evil. Psalm 91 states, He is my refuge and my fortress, for He will rescue us from every trap and protect us from deadly disease. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys who specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We are also a small firm who will treat you like family and not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation, and we'll take the time to explain all the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. In John 8.36, so if the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed, and one way we can achieve that is by being debt-free. So let us help you today. Call us at 1-800-TAX-1176, and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS tax debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176. Hey. I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. 
At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy! Warning, listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. A couple of quick things here on white privilege. Uh, this is according to uh, a- Alexander Dalitsky. I uh, wrote about this a while back last year. A survey of white adults born after World War II showed that between 1980 and 2000, just 18.4% of white Baptists, 21.8% of Irish Protestants, the main white ethnic groups to settle in the South, managed to get college degrees compared to a national average of 30.1% among those Americans of Chinese and Indian descent. The average was 61.9%. When it comes to income, whites are also lagging behind some other ethnic groups. In 2016, white Americans had a median household income of 67865 lower than Indonesian Americans, Pakistani Americans, Malaysian Americans, Sri Lankan Americans, Filipino Americans, Taiwanese Americans, and Indian Americans. And according to a recent report by the American Enterprise Institute, 57% of black Americans now belong to the upper or middle class compared to 38% in 1960. And the share of black men in poverty fell from 41% in 1960 to 18% in 2016. But if we look at education, African Americans are beginning to outperform whites. Black women, for instance, have higher college attendance rates than white men and, according to the New York Times, out-earn their white counterparts when they graduate so could we please stop with this and when when it listen you talk about jumping the shark when you get to the point where bernie sanders mittens are a sign of white privilege you have jumped the shark i'll talk to you tomorrow John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.